Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. McFarlane. McFarlane, everybody. Thank you, McFarlane, for powering the Brad Foe Show. Today's a good one. Today's a good one. Brennan Bernardino, the, his first ever podcast. Jumping aboard with me, with Gordo, with Sammy. It was a wild ride. It's a good time. And it's just like everybody else. Once they do the podcast, they want to keep coming back. It was a just a great time. Just four guys chopping it up, talking about jobs that have to do with poop. So there, you're going to have to listen to go with that. But Bernardino, like, holy mackerel, what a story he is. What a story. 38 appearances right now, 236 ERA. Uh, just has been absolutely nails since being picked up from the Red, by the Red Sox. Had been with the Seattle Mariners, but as everybody knows, as we kept saying, once he was picked up a year ago, he was pitching in Tijuana. A year ago, he was pitching in Tijuana. What a great story! What a great guy! Uh, it, it's just a perfect pers- person to jump aboard the podcast here. So, once you listen to this, you're going to become a, a even maybe even more of a fan of Brennan than you were before. There's no doubt about it. So, rate, review, subscribe, Bradfo Show. Uh, we just appreciate everybody. Appreciate Sammy and Gordo. Appreciate Coop driving the bus behind the scenes and and also not in, in this one, but a lot of times on there, Pat. Who says no? The Who Says No crew. We got some fake trades coming down the road. Today, though, it's just sitting down with a very notable Red Sox player who just happened to not have ever done a podcast until this very minute. Here you go. Here's Brennan Bernardino. All right. One of the one of the best stories in baseball. I'm gonna say it, Brennan. You're one of the best stories in baseball. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for uh, yeah, so you're built up, man. It's uh so we got Sammy. Sammy, say what up? What's up, guys? All right, so we have uh we have Gordo coming up. He's uh, gonna pop on in a second. Brendan, like I mean it, and and you know, like I I remember that first day in Baltimore. Yeah, and you couldn't. I mean, you always smiling, but that first day in Baltimore. Remember that? I mean, what? Take me back to then. Did you feel like, hey, this is a nice little thing. I don't know how long I'm going to be in the major leagues, but it's kind of cool that I'm in the major leagues now and I'm going to get the major league per diem. And by the way, the Baltimore hotel there is really, really nice. And like, did you, did you, could you ever imagine? I mean, you're a confident guy. It's all good, right? But could you imagine back then that it was going to turn out like it has? No, no. Um, especially in Baltimore, like just getting DFA'd and then like, a week and a half before or something like that or two weeks before and then spending like a week in uh uh with a triple a team like getting called up i honestly thought it was going to be like all right uh this is my chance to show myself but at the same time it's probably going to be one of those up and downs a bunch of times and filling the spot because uh that's like you know i didn't know how the process went after getting claimed <laughs> yeah. but but it was you know 
and then, and I know that you've been asked this question about, well, why are you so good? You know, how can you go from, uh, here, here comes, here comes my guy Gordo. Uh, but what you go from, you know, this, it's, it's, you're a great, really good pitcher, but you bounced around and now all of a sudden you're stepping on the mound and every single time you're stepping on the mound and Sammy and Gordo can attest to this. It's like, holy mackerel, he's going to get the guy out. He's going to usually do good things. And by the way, he's going to do it against Bryce Harper, and he's going to do it against Mike Trout, and he's going to do it. So how did it get to this point, Brennan? Like, how does this happen? Well, it it seems almost like an overnight thing in, in a certain way for some people because it's, you know, now getting done in the States, where like it's got the you got the biggest audience and and such like that, but it's been a long process. Like it's been a very long process, and I've fortunately throughout my career, I've gotten a little better and a little better as time's gone on, mm-hmm. and I I just kept getting a little bit better and a little bit better, and I feel like that finally got to a point to where that lined up with my opportunities. So now it's like, well, I have the opportunity to go out there and face um, who do, Lindor or whoever, you know? Hmm. And uh, now I get to put my stuff to the test, what I've been working on in other countries, in indie ball, and then also in minor league ball prior. So so when so when you step out there right now, when you step out there against Lindor, yeah. like I told you this, I think one of the things that to me is, stri- is striking is that you just don't care, man. Like you don't, you're like, let's go. Let's, I'm going to go right at him. Like, I'm going to go right it, – it's that feeling. And you guys, Gordo and Sammy, can attest to this, I would imagine. Like, you're just like, I'm going to go right at him. Here you go. I'm going to get you out. And it's not dancing around, guys. It doesn't matter who's in the batter's box. And I don't know if you feel that way more than ever because it's all well and good. Like, you have the evolution from Mexico to Seattle to whatever. But as you sit here right now, it seems like you – when you get on the mound, it's just like – I'm going to get you out. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm at the game. I'm sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead, good, good to meet you, Brennan. Nice to meet um, you, Gordon. But yeah, I'm at, I'm at the game with my dad last night, and we, you know, we're looking up. We're, I look up at the scoreboard, and you're like 21 to 26 or something like that for strikes. So you really, it really just looks like you attack guys. You know, you trust your stuff really without a worry. You're on TV, it doesn't look like you're ever afraid. Uh, thank you. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm trying to just – I'm trying to battle. Like when I'm when I'm pitching, the one thing on my mind is like I feel it kind of cliche, but I feel like like I'm like a warrior, you know. And it's mano y mano, me versus him. And I just feel like mentally, like I gotta feel like I I got you beat, and I'm I'm gonna beat you. I'm gonna figure out a way to go after you and be on attack mode and go get you. And I'm sure the hitter feels you know the same way, you know. But um, I I gotta believe in my mind, like. I got you. And and that's kind of and then if if it doesn't work out that way and you get on base or whatever, then it's the next guy. And and it's like the my little motto on my glove is un picheo a la vez, which is one pitch at a time. And that's literally how I'm trying to one pitch at a time. I just need to win this pitch. I just need to win this pitch and I'm going to win this pitch. Like so that's where I'm at uh mentally and that's where I kind of got to stay. So when did you get that saying? When did you put that in your glove? And how did you come to that? Well, it's funny. uh, Playing in Mexico, uh, I had, like, my worst season 
of my career in like 21 and uh, statistically. And like someone mentioned something, I don't know who it was, but like the pitching coach was talking. He's like, hey, we'll pitch you all of this, you know? And like to me, I was like, whoa, like, I don't know, you know, it's cliche, but I'm like, that stuck with me. I'm like, that's that's how I got to live my life. That's how I got to play baseball, like everything. Just take care of what's right in front of you at the time. It just clicked. That's like that right there. Yeah, that mentality clicked. Like that mentality of like, win this pitch. And so, Sammy, before I get to you real quick. So, like you say, you're on the the mound, you're a warrior, I'm going to get you out, you know, all of that. But it's one thing to do it in Worcester. And as I pronounced, as I, ta- I, I, I like to think I taught you, Brennan. Okay, I say, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, say it, say it. Worcester. Close. No. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting, we're getting, hey, listen, the good news is, Brennan, you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about it. Uh, guys, because because we were sitting in the dugout, and, and I think that it was like we were trying to figure out how you thought, I can't remember if you went down. I don't think you ended up going down, but you're like, yeah, I'm probably going to go down tomorrow or whatever. To, I forget how you pronounce it. I'm like, well, first thing you got to do, you got to say Worcester, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. You told me that wasn't going to fly. <laughs> I think I said Worcester. Well, it's yeah. better than most guys. Yeah. It's, it's, it's confusing. I mean, they're called the Woo Socks. You would think it's Worcester. Thank you. That was yeah. my point, Samuel. Thank you. That was my point. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's not, so, the, it's not the wood socks, you know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the I've never heard that. That's very well put. It is not the wood socks. Um, so you know, it's one thing to do it there. It's one thing to do it all these places. But you know, to do it when you're facing, I don't know if you've gotten better at it in the in the couple months with the Red Sox. But I told you, man, like you face Bryce Harper, boom, there it is. You face Trout, right? You didn't you strike out Trout? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't get to face Trout. Oh, you, Otani. Uh, last year. Last I got year. Okay. Got there you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and like, but, but, do you feel like at first when you're first on in the majors and going through this, were you always able to be that way, or are you better at it more than ever because you've had success? Um, I, I'm sure success helps. Like whenever you have success in something, you feel more comfortable at it. Like, okay, I can do this. Prove okay, you know it happens. But um, last last year, I only had two games in the major leagues, and uh, my debut, and then a, another game. And uh, my debut, I got walked off on uh, playing the Astros. Yodan Alvarez walked me off. And, That's no uh, shame. I, that's a tough out. <laughs> he had a good year last year. I was, I was in the mix with everybody else, giving up runs to him. But um, like that, once I felt that feeling of like, all right, I'm on a huge stage that I've always wanted to be on, and I got walked off on, and I was like, yeah, that sucks. But like, you know, I get to live another day, you know. So it was almost like, all right, like that's the worst that can happen. Like it sucks. Don't get me wrong. I'm not downplaying it. It felt terrible. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, that's the worst that can happen. Like, you know, what's to lose? Let me just keep grinding. Just go. And there you, you go. Know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're on your way. Sammy, what do you got? I wanted to ask a question about like, being used as the opener because that's a role that really didn't exist a few years ago, even 
five years ago, we could say, didn't exist. I think the Rays were the first to do it. I wanted to know, you were talking a lot about your mindset. I want to know if that's consistent, whether you're coming in as the opener to start the game or whether it's the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth inning. What Does it change at all? Or are you consistent with that, the attack mindset? Uh, I'm consistent with the attack mindset. And I'm, when I'm coming into a game as an opener, like I'm, I'm kind of trying to tell myself like, hey, this is, and I've started before. So like, it's not like something that I've never done, but in my mindset, it's like, all right, I'm going to face these batters. Like it's the seventh, eighth, ninth inning or sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth inning, you know? And um, so it's not like sometimes starters they come in the game and, and they don't want to use their best pitch and they want to get through a lineup. But as an opener, it's like, I don't have time for that. Like I probably won't even get through the lineup. Like, you know, they'll let me face an inning or maybe if I'm lucky, like two innings. So it's like, I got to go after guys with my best stuff right from the get go. And uh, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to go in there. Like it's games on the line right then and there. Man, you could be a good starter. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's one inning, two innings, four innings, seven innings. I don't care, man. It's like this, this is <laughs> you. You guys could attest to this. It's like when you and I love this. Like we don't know who's starting. We don't know who's starting. We don't know who's starting until like five minutes before the game. And like, okay, Brendan's starting. But <laughs> when that's happening, it's like, okay, you know, you know, because sometimes you're like, oh, good luck. You know, 50-50 chance you're going to be able to get through the first few innings. The way that you're going, Brennan, and here I am. I'm I'm here to build up. I mean, this is this is the this is a, this is this is the off day uh, build up session. But dude, it's, you're having me up. I, I'm ready to go know. pitch tonight, man. Yeah, right. Well, it's it's been a long day. Been eating a lot of lobsters and and trekking around the cave. So it's but it's uh, but it's it legit. Like when you go out there now, it's opening. And I I don't know if this is ever something you want to do. I don't know if you want to start. I know you just want to live the major league you know, life and everything else. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, you had me thinking. You, you had me thinking. Like, you could do this. Thank you. I mean, my – I put it out there. I, I love starting. Like, I love starting. And my goal has always been to be a big league starter. And if not that, then, like, a big league closer. So, like, I mean, and most pitchers, we're all the same. Like, we – no one really like is like I want to be a middle relief guy, you know, or long relief. Like most everybody's thing is like, I want to be that ace or I want to be the lockdown closer. So I'm just trying to pitch my way into, you know, get one out at a time, one pitch at a time, and whatever happens, like it'll take care of itself. Well, let me ask you this, so Gordo, before you go, Gordo, um, say you know you you're going along now and 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 you go to next year say hey and obviously there's been tons of pitchers who've said this to the team hey give me a whirl you know this can can yeah. you give me a whirl at at starting maybe next year yeah i mean that would that would be something i'd have to think over with my agent if i even wanted to present that or anything like that um but i you know as of right now all i'm focused on is just yeah I just, I just want to win a championship this oh, year. Man. Here, the first, to do it. One, here it is. The, 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 come on. One day at a time, win a championship. I know. And you're you're on your way, man. You're on your yeah. way. Yeah, I'm telling you, the, this team, I've, I, you know, I've never won a champion, a World Series in America or whatever, but I've won championships before. And the team feel, like the way the guys, like, get along and, like, motivate each other, like that loose feeling. Like we have that on this team, really. 
not going to be able to sleep tonight now. Yeah, yeah. yeah everyone's heart rate is <laughs> racing. But the it's uh, hey, what was it? What did uh, Murph say? Chris Murphy say after the game, like you guys, when you're hot, you're hot, or something like that. Is that a saying? Yeah, when you're hot, when you hot, you hot. <laughs> what what is it? What's that about? Uh, it's just something that the guys been saying. Like it's just a little saying we got. Like you know, when you're when you hot, you hot. You know. Well, you, you still you stole it from this podcast because, right, guys, we say that all the time. Um, you guys say that all the time. Oh, Maybe we stole it. Yeah, it's like like every time Gordo like makes a good fake trade. Every time he makes a fake trade for the Red Sox getting Otani, I say, "Oh, well, you hot, you hot, Gordo." That's a good one. Uh, Gordo, what do you got? Yeah, so you talk you talked a lot about you know how it's just sort of one one day at a time, you know, slowly building up your confidence, you know, getting to that point. And it really does, you know, as a fan, it feels like that. But is there one moment this year that you can kind of pinpoint where you kind of felt like, man, I belong here. Like you're you're a big league pitcher. Like you're here to stay. Like you're not going to Worcester. Is there any moment you can think of where you thought that to yourself? Um, one one specific moment. I don't know. You know what what felt like pretty good, and I I did go down after that, but it was a big. Like okay, that was a W right there. Was um, it was actually facing the Braves last time we faced the Braves, and I didn't have my stuff that day. I was all over the place. I was wild. We had been playing like it'd been really cold in Boston, and then it was hot in Atlanta. I was sweating like profusely. I couldn't get a grip, and I was like, uh, bases loaded or something, and I faced Matt Olson and I struck him out, and. Like, I struck him out without feeling like, you know, it was just one of those grinder days. And when I got him out in a big moment, I was like, uh, you know, like. I remember that. I remember yeah. that. Was that the bit? That wasn't the Bayo game, was it? That was the, was that the Bayo game? I don't know. The Bayo game where Acuna hit the 400 shot. save. I think oh, it was like Pavetta game. I think it was Pavetta started that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. That uh, the yeah obviously like like you said Gordo that that was that series was known for the Kenley four hundred save I remember it for Bayo staring at Acuna after hitting the five hundred foot home run <laughs> so that's what I remember uh, <laughs> Hey Bayo Bayo's a he's a dog Oh man uh, you know you're in a, you're you're in next to his locker and I don't know if you were there when I said to this to him. I, and I said it, and he just laughed. But I said that you know your best pitch that you threw was the pitch at Olson's knee right after Acuna hit the four hundred seventy foot home run. <laughs> he just laughed. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. He uh, but you, you you saw it like he was staring him down. I loved it. Acuna's yeah. like walking backwards on his home run trot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, Bale Bale's the dog. He's he's definitely got that Pedro in him. You know. Who is who? Who is uh? Who is in the clubhouse that you you know you thought you knew, but maybe is a little bit different than the perception of them on this um, team? Uh, every everyone's pretty pretty like awesome. The one the one that I was like, okay, I'll tell you one. Watching Chris Sale pitch, I'm like, this dude, he's an animal. Like I love it. You know what I mean? But I didn't know that he was. As chill as he is, like just as such a just team guy, awesome, just you know, like class, high class guy, you know. 
But watching him pitch, I'm like, oh, this dude's probably, you know, he's probably a little bit of a motherfucker when he gets off the mound, you know? <laughs> and, and, like, in the clubhouse. But he's not. He's he's only a motherfucker when he has to be, you know? And oh, besides you, that, he's just the man. So you that's, know, that's a great description. The last time I heard that, Brennan, and this is going to show you how old I am, was Beckett. Like, so yeah. Jason, the guy Jason Bay used to pitch, uh, hit for the Red Sox. I played yeah. my field. He said, he's like, about Beckett, he's like, he's an asshole when he needs to be. Like, oh, yeah. my God, what a great compliment that is. Yeah. So, excellent job. Sammy, what do you got? So, I wanted to ask a, a deeper, more emotional question. So, buckle up. You've had, <laughs> you've had quite the journey here to Boston from the indie leagues we spoke about. Mexico, I think Winnipeg, I saw today. Yeah. Um, up and down. I want to know, was there ever a moment where you almost quit? or thought about quitting that you had to kind of push through just to get to the point you're at today. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Never. Not once. Not once. Like, I, you know, I just never thought about quitting. I'm like, this is what I'm going to do. This is, like, where I'm sitting at right now, I'm, you know, thank God. I'm so blessed, and I couldn't do it without God, my family, my wife, my son, the sacrifices they made, all that. But I knew in my mind, I was like, where I'm sitting right now, did I know it was going to be here in Boston? I didn't know where it was going to be, but I knew I'd be in a big league uniform. Then I'd be pitching in the big leagues. I just didn't know when. So, you know? so that kind of sounds like like a similar mindset to what you have on the mound. Do you take that that same mindset into regular life off the field? Yeah, I, I guess I do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I try to live by like, you know, but who's to say no? Like, you know, if so-and-so wanted to do something and you really believe in it and and you work towards it, like, why couldn't you? You know, I don't see, I don't see why not. Sometimes we put these, you know, perception, like other people's perceptions of what our capabilities are. And we like, like, let that like influence us. And then people like, there's people that should be doing other stuff in life right now that they've dreamed of doing and they're not doing it because they just, Someone got in their ear, told them they couldn't, or they got in their own ear and thought, oh, maybe, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm not good enough, or maybe this is impossible. But if you really want something, I mean, you only YOLO, right? You only live once. Yeah. But for real, like you only live once. You might as well grind it out and try to do what you want to do. Well, There's nothing. I've worked good. plenty of jobs. That I've worked plenty of jobs in in the years like that I didn't want to do. And there wasn't a worse feeling than like me going to work at like waking up to do something that I like hated doing. I was like, fudge. This, you know what I mean? I said fudge. I'm like, no, fudge. You, it's okay. It's a podcast. It's your first, it's your podcast. first podcast. Yeah, from Boston. Yeah, you, yeah, the first <laughs> podcast, man. Like this is, yeah. this is you're going to be, you're going to be, after you do this, you're going to be like, why didn't I do more podcasts? This is awesome. <laughs> I'm getting deep, man. You told me you go hit me with a deep question. I, I, yeah, well, that's, that's Sammy, Sammy always elicits the emotions. The uh, <laughs> all right, so so I tell you what, 
along those lines, top three worst jobs that you had. Ooh, top I like three. this one. I love power rankings. So one of one of my like one of the construction jobs, I had to go down uh, into live like so we did manholes and stuff like that in the road, and I had to go into like a live manhole, which means there was d- dookie. And like stuff like that at the bottom. And not only is it like, it's not like it's five feet deep. Like we had a tripod and I would put on a harness and somebody would lower me down into this live manhole. And as I'm going down, like there's cockroaches like on the walls and and like, and you don't just go straight down. Like you're kind of like sway back and forth. So like you go hit a wall and be like, you know, spiders, it smelled like just straight. Just, you know, you you literally have gone from the shit to the majors. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now now he's started yeah. games for the Boston Red Sox, pits in the New York Mets at Fenway Park. That's why you don't. That's why you don't get rattled. Uh, I know. Man, I mean, uh, my, my, I was rattled in those. I was just having a conversation. I was just having a conversation the other day with someone about how everyone should have a service job. So they understand how difficult they are, but that is like yeah. blows by that for <laughs> yeah. all day. That blows way by it. Yeah, well, that that sucks. When I came into work and they'd be like, "Hey, today you got you know you're cleaning out you know the the leftover concrete that dried up in the in the manholes," I'd be pissed. I'd be so, so I, I so I don't even know if there's anything close. You have a number two. You have a, you have another number two. Another bad <laughs> number. Another bad job. Number two. But, I mean, compared I mean, everything to, else seems pretty that. awesome after that. Yeah, no, That's I like one at, through five. Like, I, I liked Chili's. Chili's was cool. I worked. Oh, at, you worked at Chili's? Chili. Yeah, I worked at Chili's in, in college. That was that was decent. What, uh, what did you do? Uh, I was the host with the most. You know, you whatever. Know. You <laughs> really, you were the guy at the door. <laughs> yeah, I was the guy at the door. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even good. They didn't even trust me to be a waiter. You know what I mean? This is why I play baseball, you know? That's, that's same thing happened to me, except I'm not good at baseball. <laughs> I was a host, too. You were a host? Yeah, Where at? Uh, BJ's Brew House in Rhode Island. Oh, there's one, one of those in Fort Myers. Yeah. Yeah, you don't, you're not, you're not missing too no. much. Hey, B, BJ's, BJ's is a step up from Chili's, though. It you is. Know? It is. That's true. That's true. Did anyone? Did anyone give you crap? Give me a good like host story. Like anyone like? All right, you want to stick on the on the last story? We'll stick with that. <laughs> so we have a we have a headset, and uh, like so like they would call from the back. Hey, go do this, whatever. So we had a headset, and like the manager would sit in the back and tell you if you needed to do something. And if you've ever been to a Chili's, they have double doors when you first walk in, and. Uh, <laughs> So the the lady's over, like the the manager, she's over and she's like, hey, Brandon, what is that in the foyer? They call it like the foyer. What's that in the foyer? I'm like, well, let me go see, you know? And and I walk up and I'm like looking at it and it's a log of shit, (laughs) like in the foyer at Chili's. And I'm like... Uh, it's it's shit, you know. And she's like, "What?" And I'm like, "No, I swear." She's like, "Dog, like a dog." And I'm like, "No, like, like a human, like an adult human, you know." Oh and she's God. like, and she tells me, she goes, "You need to pick that up." And I said, "Uh, I'm not picking it up." And she's like, 
She's like, that's your job. You need to pick it up. And I went back. I said, nowhere in my job description did it say for $10 an hour, I got to pick up Dookie. You know, I'm like, I'm not picking it up. And, and then the, like the head guy got on and he goes like, you know, I don't want to say her name, but he's like, so-and-so like, that's not in his job description. Like, cause she said, Oh, she said, yeah, it is. And I said, no, it's not. And he goes, that's not in his job. description. He probably didn't want me to sue them. So like, which I wouldn't know, but you know, think about he came that. and he took care of it. Yeah, but yeah, that so Chili's, Chili's is going to be pissed at me for sharing that story. Probably <laughs> they hear about this, but yeah, yeah no, someone did that. And then I had to walk people around, like, while, while he was coming up, people were still coming in. And so I put, like, the do not slip sign right there. And I was telling people, like, can you walk around? And people are looking at it, like, is that what I think it is? And I'm like, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then we were wondering, like, all night, like, everyone who worked there was wondering, like, how did they do it? You know, like, were they, like, did they drop it out their pant leg? Like, you know, like... <laughs> Wait, did they did they see it? They they no, saw I didn't it. See who did it? No, it was. I went sat at table. I came back and there was a dookie in the. Wait, plane. so so there are people coming in, and they saw the the dookie on the ground, and there no one like, seen who did it. There, and they no were still seen. like, all right, we'll still come in and eat, even though. Oh yeah, a- no, they still came in and ate. Yes, <laughs> oh, people still God. came in and ate. Yes, I mean the, the lure of the lure of chilies is powerful. Oh my <laughs> god. That never yeah. happened at BJ's brew house, so maybe you're right. Step above. Yeah, yeah. This is it's so good because as you guys said, I mean, everything you said, all I can think of is you standing on the mound last night yeah. in front of thirty, you know, seven thousand people on national yeah. TV on ESPN. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't let ESPN know and next time because they'll they'll put that up there as a graphic. You know, <laughs> Gordo, what do you got? Anything else? Yeah, no, I got a question for you. Do you do you play Immaculate Grid or does anyone in the clubhouse play Immaculate Grid? Do you know what that is? I have no idea what that is. Oh, okay. So, yeah, go ahead. Rob, do you not know what this is? No, no, I know what I've just, I've just started doing it. This is yeah, like the I most started popular doing thing it. right now. Yeah. So it's like you get, you get this grid. Uh, I'm trying. Okay, there you go. And it's okay. like, it's the, it's, you got some teams on the top and some teams on the side and you got to put people that, that have played for both teams. Hold and it today, up again. Today, Hold it up while you're talking. Keep talking. Gordon. Yeah. So, t- yeah. so today, Sox yeah, and so Mariners. There you go. Sox and Mariners. You were, uh, you were, you made my shows. immaculate grid today. So you get, you oh, got to find, awesome. you, you oh, find people yeah. that play, you got to find people that played yeah. for each team. And so, so right now, 0.9% of people that play the game. Put you yeah. in there, but you know who I picked in that spot? Rowanus Elias. Oh, I you're gonna say Eric Bedard. Oh, Eric Bedard. That's another one. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, listen, I, I'll show you tomorrow in the clubhouse. But that, let me. So you, we. Another thing that we mentioned, Brennan, and I, I appreciate the time. I hope that we're not taking up too much. Yeah, I know you've had. No, a you're, no, I'm enjoying. This. All right, all right, all right. Listen, well, let me tell you about the time that I worked at Applebee's and had to clean, clean up shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, I, I don't have a good story like that. I like worked at McDonald's and stole Big Macs. So that's, <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. Um, you worked at Mickey D's? For a month. Just long enough to get the half price card 
which I use for ice cream cones. So the ice cream cones cost like 15 cents. You couldn't so, hack it. You couldn't hack uh, it. I hate it. It was so bad. I mean, everyone has their worst job. So it's it's not not everyone ends up uh, like landing on the mound at Fenway Park after doing all that stuff. So, you know, one of the things we talked about, Brendan, about your son, who, by the way, I, everyone around the park says he's an awesome kid. So, they, yeah, I mean, everyone. I saw him walk. Through the players' parking lot with your with your name on the back of the, his jersey, I yelled at him. I said, "Hey, your father's great, awesome." And I also hey. said, "Hey, I heard you learned how to play baseball by playing video games." And so, <laughs> so t- tell me a little bit. So this is you guys. You'll find this interesting, right? We were talking. I, I don't know how it came up. We were talking about video games or something. But your son actually got better by playing by, at real baseball because of video games, right? Am I wrong? Yeah, well, yeah, we're working. It's funny, like, how you set up batters, watching guys' mechanics. Like, the games nowadays are, they're, like, pretty spot on. You know, like, guys' mechanics look like them. Back in when we were playing video games, it was, like, you know, all grainy and everyone's the same. (laughs) Nowadays, they're, like, you got to get in there and they'll take 80 pictures of you and then they make your mechanics perfect, so it looks like your face, it looks like your body, the way you move, your mannerisms, everything. But didn't didn't you say didn't you say his coach had like the use a different kind of joystick yeah. or something for his timing? Yeah. So what what we had him do is when the pitcher goes to pitch, like so he was having trouble like getting his timing down with the pitcher, so he was getting beat with the fastballs, and they're young still, but like the pitcher would already start throwing, and he then he would start like loading and swinging. And the coach was like, hey, you got to play with the joystick instead of pressing the buttons, just pressing X or whatever. He's like, you got to play with the joystick, pull it back and, and then go. And he goes, that's going to time you how, how, how you time a pitcher. Like, so, yeah, it works. I it love works it, man. It's, it's good. I love it. I love it. I want to go I back did. for a second. Did they, when did they scan? They, they took all the pictures of you for like MLB The Show. When did they do that? In spring training. This year? Yeah, this year. Yeah, I apparently everybody else's characters look like them. My character looks nothing like me, by the way. <laughs> Even after the pictures? Even after. Yeah. Oh, we gotta we gotta get That's all right. a show next, on that. Yeah. You gotta no, next year. They took my pictures and everything. Well, didn't you say so what is that thing? I forget the name of it, the thing that the hitters use now. It's like the the real life The Oculus. Yeah, yeah. They said, oh, they, yeah, they don't. They said they don't have you, right? Uh, so no, 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 not the Oculus. The uh, uh is that what it's called? The, the you know, in the batting cage, they got yeah, in the like, batting cage. Like it comes out of the. It's supposed to be. Oh, yeah, that's, it comes out of that's the not the Oculus. It looks just like the pitcher. Yeah, yeah, it looks just like a pitcher. No, I try to get the Mariners to to pull me up on it during spring, and then uh, crickets. Yeah. Yeah, see all of all, all of these things, all of these things. Like this is yeah. this is this you get you get major league per diem, you get really nice hotels, you yeah. get you yeah. get uh what else is really good about being in the major leagues? Um I don't know. I mean, you get paid, yeah. You get paid. <laughs> you get paid a lot more. You get a lot of you get a lot of gear. A little you bit get, more chilies. The more money you make, the less you. The more money you make, the less you have to spend. Right? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so sort of. Um, the hotels are unreal. Uh, I tell you what, and you know, like, so I do the broadcast when 
they run out of people. And, uh, and so I, I get the that that Chicago. I'm gonna rate. I'm gonna rate the hotels because I've stayed at a few this year. Ready? You tell yeah. me if you agree. Um, so the last one we had Peninsula in Chicago. I I I, I don't care. I was gonna say we who cares? People know where you guys stay. Peninsula in Chicago is pretty nice, but the yeah. Phoenix Phoenix one, man. Phoenician. Oh, not, nothing compares to that one. That's the best one. Yeah, it's just, so good. You just wait if 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 Oakland. Moves to Las Vegas. Those oh, will be yeah. nice. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's good. All right, guys, you got anything else before we let Brennan go? That was, those were my two big ones. I wanted to ask. I wanted to ask about the opener and then the the path to Boston. That's pretty good. Yeah, we got, yeah, we got some good stuff in. I, I really appreciate it, Brennan. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank yeah. you, thank you guys, for having me on. That was that was awesome. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, well, your first podcast. There you go. Well, yeah. you were awesome. Excellent job. So we really cockroaches and dookie. That's the title. <laughs> <laughs>